wine yet. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Welcome back to This is a Takeover. My name is David Hensley. I'm the owner and creative director of Long Walk Productions, and I am here tonight to introduce your host, Shelby Death Ray Patterson. Thank you, David, and welcome to This is a Takeover. I'm Shelby Ray Patterson. And I'm Gina Bradford. And we're here to talk about Elimination Chamber 2020, Woo! Hey, y'all, hey! But first off, how are you doing, Gina? I am great. How are you, Miss Shelby? I'm good. I feel like my whole, like being over the past like two weeks has just been or my whole mode has just been frazzled yeah it's been you've been <laughs> doing just about anything and everything <laughs> under the sun yeah um, so you know this will be nice to unwind and and talk about wrestling i'm excited honestly with yes. everything that's been going on that i i can just like just de-stress for a little bit and and just talk about some silly wrestling well it's also <laughs> that it's kind of cool because i know y'all can't see but there is construction around us right now so it's yes. almost like we really are in our own little world guys it is we're we're official we now are so like official. we we have walls up we have well, a door yeah we got a window for david to look through and judge us like it's just perfect yeah um but yeah we're in in the middle of construction mode right now here at cafe about post one yeah. and we're just we're excited it looks and really it will cool. be soundproof so all those you know little dick energy <laughs> trucks that we hear outside <laughs> and all of the rain that seems to always happen it won't happen just for our show the rain yes. loves yes. our show just i ours. don't know why um, I'm surprised it's not raining right now because it was about 20 minutes ago. When well, I according to my phone. Oh. Yep, there we go. Uh, since I'm on the outside now, I always take myself out. So that, <laughs> um, but according to my phone, it, it's going to start raining again in about 30 minutes. Fantastic. So. Oh, we got 30 minutes. Go. Okay. <laughs> well, this is a pretty short show. Yeah. What, five? I mean, four with five technically. With We actually have a pre-show match Woo! this time, guys. So let's just go ahead and get into it. Tally ho. Um, so we actually have a match on the kickoff show. So it's not just a bunch of talking heads for an hour, which I actually kind of miss the pre-show matches. I know they have them a oh, lot on yes. the takeovers. I thought you were going to say you were going to miss the the talking about it. And I was like, absolutely. Oh. Was, that's, why I, that's why I was like, are you OK? <laughs> no, you <laughs> that is the time that we kind of we just have it on in the background yeah, and then we'll, 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 we'll get our. And, our snacks and our drinky drinks and then make fun of Sam Roberts whenever we, you know, want to. It is tradition. It is. Um, but I'm I'm glad that they put a pre-show match on this card. I just think it is kind of funny to me. I, I hope that this isn't exactly what happened. This is what it felt like mm -hmm, it, mm -hmm. it did. It felt like they either <laughs> just forgot that Indy Hartwell was Australian. Yeah. Or they just didn't know what to do with her until about two days before so the show. What I think happened is that Grayson Waller and Rhea and, you know, they're having a conversation backstage and Indy walks by and they're like, oh, yeah, Perth. And she like gets excited. And it's mm -hmm. like and then you can see them be like, yeah. And then like creative eyes are like they're turning like the gears are turning like, we can make this work we got time we can totally do this and it won't look bad it's fine i mean i think this was kind of there's a theme that i have with this show and mm -hmm. it's called foregone conclusion <laughs> I 
right? So this is just the first match of the foregone conclusions. I like this. I mean, think about it though. Think about the entire show. That sounds right? like a great band name, right? That's like a good like punk, like yeah. indie band. A little screamo sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Foregone conclusions. <laughs> Opening for Dashboard Confessional. <laughs> <laughs> David, will you sign us? <laughs> as soon as this thing is done, you can start your own screamo band. Can you? Could you? Could you honestly imagine? Um, with my training? No. <laughs> Two, no, uh, both of our trainings like literally go, would go against <laughs> that type of singing. <laughs> like you like operatic soprano over here and me like <laughs> bottom of the barrel alto. Like, no, that's not going to work like at all. Well, I think you've got a band name right there. Bottom of the barrel alto. Oh, I do like that one. Ooh, that's nice. I'll have to pencil that into my brain. Um, Taking notes. I mean, I so we have Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell versus the Kabuki oh, Warriors. Oh yeah, wrestling. <laughs> uh, which Kabuki Warriors is Kairi Sane and Asuka. Yes. Which I'm so glad that they have formed their tag team again. That it's just them. That it just literally was an immediate. Okay, Kairi Sane is back. We're just gonna put the yeah. Kabuki Warriors back together and. Just, but also a great story for Bailey going forward. Oh, definitely. Which. Mm, I, I have we'll thought, I have thoughts mm-hmm. on that. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, me too. So, I love both of these teams. I just felt like this wasn't. There wasn't really a lot of thought put into this one. And it could have. It could have had thought. It really could have because I mean, I really like Indy and Candice together. I think their chemistry is great. Yeah. And then I think the Kabuki Wars. I mean, they're fantastic. And I feel like a story could have been involved. I mean, I'm not saying like you know, star-studded. You know like incredible storyline but it means something here's my thing i feel like candace given her track record mm-hmm. not just in wwe but elsewhere yeah she can do so much more Dude. than what she's doing and it feels like i'm not accusing her of anything i'm just saying it feels like she's holding back mm-hmm. from what she could actually do because is that guys, mom candace or no this has been like wwe candace yeah like i even said this even in nxt because guys i implore you look up candace loray on i've never seen so much blood on a person any indie match that she's ever done like like just insane like she would fight the guys she do death matches with the guys that death match is the one i'm talking about like with her red curtain (laughs) no it's red bathtub (laughs) she's soaked in it dude her, look up her match with Trent Beretta on the Indies. Trent, and you know, thank me later because it yeah, is you're welcome. It is so good, and not that I would think WWE would ever let her do anything close to that. Well, Maybe even AEW probably wouldn't let her do half the shit that she did on the Indies. No, but she could at least get close, way close, because Britt and Thunder Rosa had that yes, lights out match. That's exactly that was what I was thinking. Very close to that. I would like to see her with Thunder Rosa. I would, I would Ooh. honestly like to see her somewhere else yeah. just because I like her with Indy. I'm glad that she's there with Johnny and I'm, I know that that works for them, but like, I just don't feel like she's doing Anything. what she could actually do. Yeah. And she's doing stuff like this and she could again, drastically help the AEW women's division. Oh, absolutely. And again, this is a good, it was a good match. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I yeah. Gave it a, I mean, I gave it a three. 
but also like i felt like there could have been more to it but it's also a pre-show match yeah they're not going you know but this is but pre-show matches are also supposed to entice you to buy the show yeah but i feel like now in this era of peacock and the wwe network that people don't really buy the show anymore well that's not the focus anymore you're right right. yeah which is why they don't usually have pre-show matches anymore it makes sense but i I mean mean, capitalistically it makes sense but yes yeah but i feel like that's why AEW has like three matches on the pre-show and wwe barely ever has one yeah right because yeah. you still have to physically buy in mm-hmm. and pay for it yeah that thought just came to me like that makes that makes sense but because i'll be like why do they have three sometimes four matches on this pre-show card when we already have 16 main card matches yes. like we don't need yeah. this many but it makes sense i think two but you know it's still like <laughs> not four not four they did four one time and i was oh yeah my God. that was a lot I, was that the one we were up till like three in the morning uh yeah i think so yeah cool <laughs> that was one of the all-ins right yeah either all out or all in i can't remember <laughs> can't remember if we were in or out but yeah i gave that a three it yeah. was it was fine i mean yeah um so we get into the main card with the women's chamber match which was bianca raquel Liv, tiffany lynch lynch becky and naomi lynch that's um oof. so I thought that this was better than the men's. Absolutely. A hundred percent better than the men's. 210%. Because I I felt like everybody was able to do something. One, that made them stand out. And two, kind of made you think like, oh, like Becky's winning this. But like, is she going to win it? Mm -hmm. Because everybody kind of had a reason to want to win this match. (laughs) Right? Bless you. Excuse me. Um, Like Naomi had just come back. Tiffany Stratton had Ooh. just been moved up. Liv had just had just come back. Um, let's see. Bianca was is wanting just because she always wants to go. Yeah, she's ready. <laughs> right. Whenever. And then and then you had who else was it? Um, oh, and then Becky, who you know obviously yep. like has already challenged Rhea at the WrestleMania. <laughs> when you like, said that after the match, I was yeah. like oh so guys they had a press conference that was promoting wrestlemania before elimination chamber because look look, (laughs) listen here wwe (laughs) i like elimination chamber in fact it's one of my favorites of wwe stuff and that's because of kofi mania that really really elevated this and i feel like when you do stuff like that you're poo-pooing on your product and that's rude i like it well and the main thing that bothered me was you had a stare down between Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch. Neither one of them had had their match at Elimination Chamber, right? Wait. So you had Rhea, who was going up against Nia on this card, right? Mm-hmm. And then you had Becky, who was going to be in the Elimination Chamber match. None of the other participants in the Elimination Chamber match came out and stood across from her. It was just Becky. Okay, hang on. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. There was a major acquisition a little while ago, right? For With WWE and UFC. Oh, for TKO. Are, are we about to have these, these you know, like vignettes of them standing there? Oh, like for like, MMA? Yeah. Are God, gonna- I hope not. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I was like, no. I mean, it's, it is very similar because then you yeah. had the whole Rock, um, Cody yeah. thing. 
So I think it's a more dramatized version of that but because with UFC, um, all they the do is stir. they like stare down at each other. Sometimes they like hit each other on the head yeah. or, you know, whatever. Um, for the weigh-ins, that's what they're called. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. It's like our contract signings. Yeah. 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 Essentially, yeah. it's the Look same at me thing. learning. Yeah. <laughs> but no, as soon as you there's said more, that, I was like, huh. There's more theater behind this weigh-in. Yes. Right. But still, my point stands None of the other competitors in that chamber match nope. came out and stood across from her. It was just Becky. Mm-hmm. So going into this, I'm like, okay, so Becky is winning this, right? Yeah. But there were multiple points in this match where I doubted it for a second. Yes. Not for more than a second, but like, it was for like half a second. Of a, half of a little. Um, there is one thing I do want to discuss. I was really excited because with Naomi coming back, mm-hmm. I was like, Yes, Naomi is notorious for being in these kinds of matches and being the first to be thrown out. And so we were talking, being like, maybe, just maybe, with her being back and them really wanting her back. And, you know, maybe, no. No, she was the first eliminated. She was the first. I know, sitting there like. Yeah, so she (sighs) got eliminated by Tiffany Stratton. And look, I love Tiffany. I. But. Damn it. I love her so much. She's the best. I (laughs) was so happy that she got to do her spot off the top of the pod. Oh, it was so beautiful. With her beautiful swanton. Just breathing. She has the best. She didn't get to do her moonsault, which I was very sad about. And that's actually what she was doing when she then got eliminated. eliminated, And then she got eliminated by Liv. Yeah. Liv Morgan, which Mm. she was, I would say, kind of average until the end. Yeah. That's, mm. you know, how did you read my, mm? yeah, that, that mm. is what that undertone was of mm-hmm. that oomph. Mm-hmm. Um, cause then Raquel who also, sorry, Raquel was in this match. <gasps> I'm really sorry, Raquel. <laughs> I think you, d- you know what? Now that I'm thinking back, you did say Becky twice and I should have caught it. My bad. Yeah. My bad. So Raquel Rodriguez was also in this match and I feel bad for saying that cause she, <laughs> she is coming back from having recovered from this very, very intense skin condition. Yes. And I I think that she did great, but mm-hmm. I think that she was definitely holding back. Also, I do want to say, I think she's beautiful without makeup. And I know, and that's kind of showed how much, you know, is put on for the women. Have you ever seen Rhea Ripley without makeup on? Yes, and she's breathtaking. I know, but she is a completely different well, person. Well, Raquel looked like a di- completely different person. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, she looked, I mean... Like the, her, her eye structure and like you could really see everything. It was so pretty and I really liked it. But you could tell like her face was still really irritated. And yeah. yeah. So. so she she didn't. But really, she didn't let that stop her. She didn't. Um, she didn't really do too, too much mm-hmm. in this. I mean, she got eliminated by, by Bianca. And I do feel like the ending of this match, because Becky took a beating, but Tiffany also took a beating. Tiffany took uh she took an exploder Gracious. To, yeah. to the chain on the outside. She was the one, I think, that ate the most amount of chain. She did. In that match. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure she did eat it. Like, Well, and I, I think that's also kind of a like, hey, new kid, like, you know, we're going to put you through it and see what you can do. And yeah. I, I think well, she she's already came, come to bed. So. Well, she came out of this. I think one of the top people because that's well people her, were chanting for her right from the very beginning yeah because you, that's what's so it was NXT. actually kind of cool because she was in her pod and when you there's like 
video of yeah. her surfacing now because they have microphones and videos, video cameras in all the pods. And you can hear her start hearing them chant for her and she like just can't help it like she just starts bouncing Aww. like she just gets so because ex- i mean think about it she got thrown into this she wasn't really supposed no. to be in this match thank god and you thank know god she was though all of a sudden like she is like oh i i am going to australia okay you cool bye. i'm gonna be on a pay-per-view that's not a royal rumble <laughs> and good on you tiffy yeah and it was her and becky were the ones that everybody was talking about coming out of this they were amazing but I think it's interesting because she gets eliminated second, mm-hmm. which did not go over well with mm-hmm. the fans at all. No. But it also didn't go over well that Liv got eliminated at the very end. So Liv eliminates Bianca, which was a shock. That w- we I think were to so a lot of people. And then, but Becky immediately does a manhandle slam on her and pins her and she wins. So I Becky feel- wins the chamber. But there are a lot of live stands that are out there. Oh, really? Because I and was... they they have been very vocal since this. Now we are recording this the Tuesday after Elimination Chamber. Um, Raw has already happened, and there has been some new developments in oh. the women's match. Because because just... I think WWE is is doing a good job of listening to their fans. I don't know if, if Liv is necessarily going to, if they're going to make it a triple threat with Becky. I don't think that's the case. But people who are Liv stands are being like, Becky has had her shot. Like, Becky has been pushed to the moon multiple times over, and Liv's run as champion sucked. Well, okay, I was going to say, I was like, well, we also can't say that she wasn't champ she was champ she was but also i know that it was then got fed to ronda rousey yeah that was the only thing that was trash yeah so Um, so everyone who are huge live fans which i i'm a i'm a live fan i i like her i'm not in love with her i like her though Mm -hmm. um but in my opinion i thought she could have like the tiffany and and live moment could have been switched and i would have been okay with that too yeah like tiffany being the one that rolled oh, sure. up instead of live yeah but i understand there's some people who are very much fans and i get that like you well, know they have definitely made their their voices heard they did over the past too, few days so. and they've definitely created some stir on raw so it'll be interesting hmm. what the lead up to wrestlemania is now going to look like y'all know somebody back there y'all know y'all y'all, y'all got some connections <laughs> No, yeah. I think they're just actually listening. Well, that's nice. Because, I mean... <laughs> My brain immediately was like, no, I can't accept who that. Do, who does somebody know? Who is pulling the strings <laughs> who, back there? Who, what did you do in order to be her? Well, that's a whole other no, can not of worms that, that we're no. not mm-hmm. going to open. I said it in the diary. <laughs> Don't make that face, David. Don't make that face. <laughs> He's like, I'm not making a face at all. I'm playing on my phone. Um, but I give this a four. I really oh, loved yeah. it. I thought that it was very well done. The story stories that were told throughout were really good. I think there's going to be, can be some good spinoffs from this, just like a good rumble, a good elimination chamber should have, everybody should leave with a direction to go in. Mm-hmm. Right. Same as like with Royal rumble. Like there should be a lot of other stories that can yes. be told because somebody eliminated somebody yes. or someone stopped someone from doing something. You know, it's, there's a lot of stuff that can come out of it, which is a good thing about Absolutely. chamber matches. 
Um, but yeah, no, this one was really good. Um, so we move on four to Regals. Yes, four Regals. So we move on to the tag title match with I still can't, I still don't like this name, but I'm gonna say it anyway. New Catch Republic versus Judgment Day. Now New Catch Republic is um Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn, which so happy that the name's back. Love it. But Dune. what is wrong with British strong style? What is wrong with that name? I don't <laughs> think there's anything wrong with it. I just I wonder if the people were like, oh, they're not smart enough to get this. The audience doesn't understand. Yeah, but New Catch Republic? Yeah. Like, it's, it's supposed to be like, you know how Timothy Thatcher did the catch as catch can Where wrestling? Oh, doing, living his best life on the Indies. He's fine. Okay. He's doing Good great. Good for you, Timmy. Yeah. Toothless Timmy. Toothless Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be that type of like, yeah, it was we the, are, but that is also strong style. Wasn't that like right? what Regal did? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It is. I'm thinking of the same thing. And I don't know. I'm also just of like, if it's not broke, you don't need to fix it. And there, to me, there was nothing wrong with that name. Yeah. But anyway. I didn't um, even realize that was the first name, so I feel bad about that one. No, it's okay. When that, you were saying that the other day, I was like... That's the thing. They haven't really said it much. Yeah. Right? But it's on their Titantron. Yeah. It's, no, I meant the first name, too. Of their, oh, I the never British even Strong knew the first, Style? Yeah, I didn't even know that. Well, that's also my, my indie brain coming out because no you're fine i just <laughs> that's what they were called on the on I'm, the, I'm in the british indies that is tyler Bate, and that he's back I, you you have switched me to enjoying tyler Bate. not I, that i didn't like him but you were like you're gonna like him and i was like okay and then i was like oh yeah you're right you're right i do like yeah him. because he's great um, he's great he also he sometimes looks like um he forgot that he was wrestling <laughs> that was one of my favorite moments of us watching this because you were like it just looks like he has on tidy whities it does guys it looks like he like was told five minutes before the match started that hey are you coming to the ring or what and he didn't have any gear and he was just like all right my underwear is gonna have to do and yellow bowling socks with their belt and yellow bowling shoes and two socks yeah and he's like well i guess these shoes and socks will do because the dude does not wear knee pads no. so it looks like he's literally out there in his bathrobe he looks like and Captain his underpants. underwear yes in his That's underwear exactly and bowling like. shoes like it no it doesn't we love you tyler it doesn't we bother really me. do wear what you want to wear but at the same time just know it looks it's, like you just came out of the shower yeah like yeah <laughs> like like um oh gosh uh Tom Cruise sliding on the, the... Oh, Risky Business? Risky Business. Yeah. Yeah. That's the vibes <laughs> I get sometimes from my dude. Thankfully, it wasn't white. He has worn white before, and it really does I mean, they like were it. white. and they, they, just, they were yellow. His tights? Or his, his... His trunks were yellow, yeah. I did not think that. <laughs> I did not. I thought they were p white well, they, with, like, details on them. Well, they started out as white. Yeah, you I was know about what? to say, did you just think that they were just dirty? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bro, like, that's why it was funny because we kept saying like, man, it's like he really didn't know he was doing anything. Okay. Okay. I get it. But yeah, besides costume aside. Yes. Costume gear, gear. aside. Gear. Um, I am happy that they are together because yes. they were so great on the indies and I'm glad that they are. They just have like, oh, we're just going to throw these guys together. And we're like, actually, they've been. Yeah. I'll push up my glasses and well, actually well. you. Um, they've been together for ages. It's like they were the kids in the class that were like, 
you know, last year they were together and like, you know, in partnership and like, you know, all the projects and stuff. And then they get to the next grade and they're like across the classroom and they're like, okay, we can convince the teacher to be together. We we'll, can totally we'll, work. We'll be quiet. We'll, we'll do it. We'll, we'll figure and, it out. And then they're going to regret it. Yes. And that's exactly what has happened here <laughs> because they're those kids who have been reunited now after a <laughs> decade of not being able to wrestle together. Yeah. And it shows like they just, they do, so they do so well together yeah. and they already have like tag team finishing maneuvers. They're precious. Yeah. Um, again, this was another one that was a foregone conclusion to me, right? Becky's win was a foregone conclusion because mm-hmm. they basically told us. I mean, yeah. Um, this one to me, the, the match that they've been building for WrestleMania is our truth and Miz versus judgment day. Yeah. Well, because our truth has been, you know, in quote unquote, in the judgment day. Right. And they're like, no, dude, you don't go here. And he's like, no, but I I do go here. I go right here against. Yeah. Like as in like our truth and Miz are going against each other. No. Wait, what? My brain can't process this. Okay. Our truth and the Miz used to be a tag team back in the day. Missed that one. Cool. Yeah. So they were called. Taking that with They were called the awesome truth. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> um and, and apparently they were a good tag team i was I not watching at the time oh so. i wouldn't doubt it those two yeah absolutely so now i guess they just don't really have anything for miz to do right now no um so no title you know picture for him to really be in so they're just deciding to reunite this because judgment day has been constantly being like dude you don't go here stop yeah. following us around <laughs> and he's like put his name superimposed his name on their t-shirts so and funny. is selling his own merch oh with he's his been making on there. Bank. <laughs> um and it's it's it is it is funny i i am a known i don't want to say i'm an r-truth hater i'm not an r-truth hater i just don't understand you it don't sometimes. get the gimmick he, he's had the same gimmick his entire career which i applaud him for that because yeah. not everybody can say that no but and then he doesn't consistently like right there's no faltering there are some there's just some i don't get <laughs> right I, and i not that i don't like silliness in my wrestling i do <laughs> we talked about this last episode wrestling is camp right yes. so like there is room and for we're this. here to pitch a tent right <laughs> exactly but i don't under i don't know i don't know why it's i okay. can't explain we'll forgive you i d- it's not that i dislike him despite yeah. what robert brafford may say i, t- I do not despise <laughs> babe i told you not to get on her for this come on oh he he has gotten on me nonstop about it ever since i i mentioned that i just slightly didn't quite understand <laughs> our truth now i hate him right like that we have jumped completely to the other side of the spectrum oh honey no again like i feel like this was a fine match and i like these two teams obviously judgment day is great they're kind of starting to lose the bloom on the rose a bit for Mm me um i think they need to lose the titles at mania that's just my opinion i would not be surprised yeah i would not be surprised but I feel like with this one, since they're they're building to our truth and Miz mm-hmm. versus Finn and Damien mm. or whatever combination they want to do, which also 
money in the bank yeah they they've started to try to elude where he might go with that yeah just because i'm like okay i feel like you guys have kind of forgotten that he has had this for almost a year even though he like decked it out and painted it senor money in the bank oh i love it like honestly i would be fine if he kept it almost the full year yeah you know like because hardly anybody ever does that anymore especially with the women the women have never done that no never um it's like immediately right now on the same night but i will say this match really suffered from the sun setting in the in this open air arena because i don't know if you guys remember right after the the women's chamber match the sun set and i don't know what it was or if there was a light that was out or something bothering me there was a huge shadow that was cast in the middle of the ring and every time anybody went through it their entire body like went it, dark like it wasn't like it was just like a little bit of a head or mm-hmm. whatever it was the whole body and i know i know that lighting person was so upset well how but i don't know how there's you no fix way that no because it's an open air arena like it's a beautiful arena but like i don't know i don't know there's only so much you can do against mother nature herself because from that from the tag match through the end of the night it was there i was ready to talk about it for the men's match so i'm glad you brought it up here because i was i was ready but i feel like again i i liked this one but i gave it a three and a half solely about two and a half of that is probably the heat that dominic got the entire match (laughs) I don't know what this man is doing, but it is working. I found out, by the way, why they blacked out the screen. Oh, right. Because, guys, they, I don't, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but about midway, I would say about three fourths of the way through the match, the screen just goes black. And you're like, you can still hear the sound going on. The match is going. So it's very clear that it wasn't, they weren't trying to mute something that they were saying in the nope. crowd it was something that happened so you found out what I happened did. okay what was it the whole front row was flipping him off did i not say that <laughs> i said okay it has to be like everybody just collectively decided the to flip him off camera side behind the announcers i love that was flipping him off flipping him the bird for no reason i mean really. other than just fantastic heat but yeah, yeah. no literally no reason I mean, it is. It, it has been, you know, pretty on brand for him to every time he, he even opens his mouth to speak, the entire arena or stadium or wherever they are just booze. Yeah. Right. And it, it's been going on for a while, but mm-hmm. I don't know what was happening in Australia. <laughs> I like, mean, it was, that's a it strong was, statement for Australia in normal circumstances. <laughs> so my favorite part of that was when they quieted down long enough for him to think he could talk. And then as soon as he started, as soon as he yes, opened his mouth, yes. they started booing again. It was, it was like they planned it. Okay, oh, so 100%. Australian crowds are very much like British crowds. Yes. Right? British crowds are the best crowds I think I've ever witnessed because they have they practice i i I don't know how they do it (laughs) but i don't know if they all get together beforehand or like hey these are the songs we're gonna sing well these are the chants we're gonna do like it is very complicated and then over here in america we can't even get (laughs) a dueling chant going from opposite sides of the arena like like we start this is awesome and then a half a beat later another this is awesome over here starts like we can't coordinate for shit we also don't have 
um, football like they do. Oh, that's oh, they have okay. the practice. They have, and I'm sure a lot of those go over, and you know. But still, no, you're right. No, I think they it still for they real all get together at a pub group. beforehand, yes. and they all because it's harmonized. It is. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I honestly. It, it it baffles my mind. So oh. this this reminded me a lot of that. Yeah, and it made me so happy. Yes. So really, a lot of that re- regal rating I is going say, to the heat that Dominic got because the match very itself. Gracious. Well, the match itself was not stellar, right? Yeah. Like it was not that it was bad. It's but we just, know they can do better. I don't know. Like when you know what the outcome is going to be, yeah, it kind of is hard to keep my attention because I know who's going to win. I know who's going to get the, I know that Finn is going to get the coup de gras. Like I know like what the buildup and the sequence is for this. Like I know what's going to happen. And so, like, thank I you don't... for saying it correctly. <laughs> yeah. Michael Cole, you are up there. Look, I'm getting mm-hmm. an, the moniker of ignorant slut we might if switch you it. don't say coup de gras correctly and again if we have listeners who are uh, of french speaking or uh you know any other type of speaking other than american right yeah. american and english yeah we are not saying this word correctly please let us know yes if it is really is coup de gras or coup de grass like please <laughs> let us know i really because hope it's not grass i have always heard it be pronounced as coup de gras yeah right but maybe there's another pronunciation of it because nobody gets it right on commentary ever they got it right this time they said coup de gras oh did they yeah that's why i was like i oh. i almost had him as ignorant slut i heard coup and de i gras. almost almost officially changed him over and i'm <laughs> not gonna have it be um I'm going to officially make it like the ignorant slut, Michael Cole. Like it's, it's going oh. to be him. I was that close to switching Honestly, it. I would say. I'll go back and listen to it. Maybe I gave him. The he's a different doubt. kind of ignorant slut. Yeah. And let me explain. No, I'm, <laughs> so, I'm there, but. Corey is the ignorant slut that we all know why. We have already gone into great length mm-hmm. and detail to also, explain. Also, he's heel. Right. So obviously it, it makes sense, right? Michael Cole <laughs> does not know. <laughs> The difference between a frog splash and a regular splash, right? I, he does not know the difference between a Canadian destroyer and like a sunset flip, right? Like there's certain things, and I get mm-hmm. like if you are not versed in sp- the names of specific moves, I understand, but do not say it if you don't know what it's called. <laughs> so here's the thing, <laughs> and I think it's showing because certain someone's not there anymore. But for a very long time, I think he was literally being fed in his headphones. I understand. But you've also been in this industry for a very, you very long time. You should at least know time. something. You should, I'm not saying you need to be on Excalibur level of knowing different subsets congrats of Congrats on your award, Excalibur, by the way. Yes, congratulations. Fantastic. That's such a big deal. Um, but I don't, I'm not saying you have to be up no, to that level. No, no one needs to be at That's that level. That's why Excalibur's there. Exactly. <laughs> But you, should, but you know. should know the basics. You should, I mean, right? other than a suplex, you should oh. know at least one or two other moves. I can't remember, <laughs> but there was one that we were watching one time, and I remember vividly dogs going, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> like, it was so blatantly wrong. Oh. It's on, on par with Belanca. Right? <laughs> Which that will always be my favorite when he called Bianca Belair Belanca Belair. 
<laughs> and Bailey was on commentary being like, so Balanca? You idiot. <laughs> oh my God, it was the best. Uh, but he, so poor he, memory. He is, he's kind of up there. He's really getting so, close. He's testing the waters. I'm going to have to listen the next time. I want to, yeah. I, I, I've said I really don't listen to commentary anymore now that Russell no. Talk has um, are uh, streaming their live reactions. Mm-hmm. I just put them on and that's smart. Like turn down the volume. I hear most of mine now from Botmania. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, I gave it a three and a half, but it was mostly just for. And Dominic didn't even really interact that much. Mm-hmm. It was just when he did, it was very very poignant and very much a big deal yeah so i mean it was just to be there for fodder yeah exactly i mean so we move on to our semi-main which there was only four matches on this main card let's just revel in that for a second um we had the men's chamber match which was not the main event which i was Mm. very excited about so you had drew mcintyre la knight kevin owens bobby lashley randy orton and logan paul so Sorry, I just involuntarily <laughs> gag. It, just hap- it happens name. every time you hear that man's name. It's <laughs> fine. I will say this was another uh, just add to the list of foregone conclusions mm-hmm. for this. Everybody knew Drew was winning this one. And let me tell you why everybody knew Drew was winning this one. Mm-hmm. If you look at who was in this match, who's the only person that's on Raw right now? Drew McIntyre. I didn't even think about that. Where is Seth Rollins <laughs> on Raw? <laughs> like, I. D- for How did I not see that? Because Dang it. Because this is why they do this. You haven't been paying attention to what's going on with Seth's singles feud right now oh. because you've been worried about what's going on with all the rock shit, right? So, like, no one's been paying attention to what his <sighs> title match at Wrestle because he has a title match at WrestleMania, if you didn't know. Right? I think that was thrown in most recently, right? <laughs> well, it was always a thing, okay, okay. right? Because... But they just started actually talking about it because... Uh-huh. Yeah. Guys, so... I can't wait for this to be fucking over. So, I, I, I love... I love all the people in this match, right? I do. I do. And I've said why I like Logan Paul, and it's not because okay. of him as a person. I like him as a worker. He gets it. He understands. Yeah. So... It's a bad thing. Oh, you did it on purpose. Did you mute me? <laughs> did you fucking mute me? I was me? like staring at David being like, I think something's going on. What's wrong? <laughs> this man just muted me. <laughs> no, speak. Oh, stop it. <laughs> and I'll fucking do it again, too. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. Before, before you fight and break you know through these walls through these brand new walls that you've put up <laughs> i'm not saying that he's the that best wrestler funny. in the world i'm just saying he gets it yes he gets <laughs> he gets the psychology of yes. it because he's already a, a little bit of a lot of bit of a douche i will say his feud with kevin owens and a lot of this has to do with kevin obviously kevin is but it him. has been really fun kevin owens was the freaking mvp of this match yes and he barely did shit barely (laughs) right but there was a moment where (laughs) he was in his pod i can't remember exactly who it was i think it was la knight who was getting his head bashed against kevin's pod and kevin was meeting his energy yes and banging his head head against la knight on the other side of the plexiglass and it made me laugh 
so Did we hard. get a count for that, by the way? Because he was doing it to Logan Paul when oh. Logan Paul came in and he was banging his head he there. Did. I'm like, are you okay? Like, do you It's plexiglass, though. I mean, He's fine. I know. Okay. It's not. It's just thick plastic. It was at least like 15 times <laughs> he banged his head into the He did have a lot of... Um, of what what are the called it's like it was fogging up by the end because he was hitting his head like so much and um but yeah i i feel like this match had a lot to do with the other feuds that everybody has going on right now yeah so you had a lot of interaction with kevin owens and logan paul um you had la Knight just being la Knight, right like you had bobby lashley who gets eliminated first (laughs) In that this match, which was insane. Drew McIntyre eliminated three out of the five people that were, or six people that Ooh. were in this match, right? So he eliminated, hold on, I have it written down, Bobby, LA Knight, and Randy Orton. Which, Randy, what, uh, how does Ted say it? Randy the... Randy the Viper Anita, Anita Orton. Orton. <laughs> That is his full God-given name, apparently. So <laughs> he says um, every time. But yeah, it just to me, there's not much excitement around Seth's belt, and a lot of that has to do with basically the other champ being like, okay, well, fuck this belt, you know? It's the consolation belt, right? Yeah. Because they had to create another belt. Because nobody could beat me for my belt, so we had to create another belt for other people to fight for, which is what happened. He is telling the truth. Yeah. Right? So it's hard for us as fans to care, Give a necessarily. Shit. And I think Seth is another one that needs to drop this belt at Mania. I think he, he I has think he, to. Yeah. Because with Drew not having an audience for his title reign... And having to basically go to the back of the line Dude, to work his talk. way back up. That bullshit. He has to win it, right? Again, if I'm looking at it from a fan perspective. Yes. Like, I would absolutely love to have a Drew McIntyre title reign where he's not looking at fucking screens. And he's right, like actually would, hearing real cheers And him. not piped in shit, like, you know? Gosh, <laughs> like, so, and Katie, I think, would have an actual conniption. <laughs> Katie would bust through the ceiling and jump to the moon and then come back and still be screaming yes because she like a lot of other people are like attracted to him well <laughs> there is that he is scottish <laughs> and wears a kilt and brings a sword <laughs> to <the laughs> so of course that like you know yeah. gets all of but us n- no i know what you're saying but i think to make the belt worth anything it has to go to somebody else because one seth has had it for long enough this time Two, he hasn't really defended it a lot because he's injured. Mm-hmm. Three, we have been told essentially by the other person that this doesn't matter and whatever he says really kind of goes, right? So, I mean, if you look at fan opinion, a lot of it's yeah. based off of him. So they need to make this belt relevant again. Mm-hmm. And I think with this match, I mean, I don't know if they necessarily did a good job with it. Mm-hmm. But I I gave this a three and a half. Like it was just kind of a middle. Yeah, three regals It was for me. still really good. I would still say go back and watch it. Great if spots. You, if you only need to watch one of the chamber matches, watch, watch the, the women's. women's. But <laughs> I would say <laughs> if you this match is still good. It still mm-hmm. had good moments. Yeah. Um, but 
again, it was just kind of, okay, we're just kind of going through the motions mm-hmm. until Drew wins. Yeah. You know, but I, I, I did see him and Seth's interaction on Raw last night. And oh, yeah. it was, <laughs> it was really funny because basically Drew was like, you need to get your bloodline shit straight because I don't want any interference in our match. Oh, because the whole thing is supposed to be a build to, okay, there's going to be Seth and Cody versus bloodline, Mm -hmm. right? For night one. Yeah. And then Roman Cody for night two. Mm. Right. So he's like, I don't want any bloodline bullshit shenanigans like they like to do in Mm. my match. So you need to get it straightened out. Before. Before our match, which Ooh, I really liked that. Fun, fun, I thought fun. that was a really fun way to spin that and a fun way to play on it to be like, okay, we're acknowledging what's going on over here, mm-hmm. but we're not like having it be the forefront of our story. Mm-hmm. But I'm acknowledging that like you, you got some other stuff going on yeah, and I don't want any funny business in my bitch. Like I'm here to beat you. No chicanery, right? <laughs> no. Chicanery and deplorable. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, three and a half. Yeah. I, I thought it was, it was fun, but I also think that I'm excited to see where LA Knight is going to end up on this WrestleMania cart. Cause oh, because we didn't, oh, yeah. What? The person who came running in. Oh. And messed everything up. Right. So sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. AJ Styles. <laughs> And I was utterly confused. We, on I this. was so lost. But it was because I had not seen the lead up to this. Apparently, L.A. Knight beat AJ Styles I to be right. able to okay. be in this match. Gotcha. So, sure, that makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, I'm like, sold but it. I want Gunther and L.A. Knight for WrestleMania. I don't know if I want AJ Styles and we don't L.A. Want Knight. As we he don't, says, it says it on his shirt. He he we don't sells the mark of it. <laughs> He makes money off of that. In fact, we don't want none. Oh, yeah. I also forgot what the ending of this match was. So, Which you, was the ending you of had, this match? You had Logan Paul be eliminated. He was like second to last, right? Oh. And he basically the entire time had brass knuckles in his mm-hmm. shorts. Mm-hmm. That's a polite way of saying that. <laughs> pulls it out of his junk. And I'm just like. Ew, you yeah. really did wrestle with that the whole time, didn't you? You are one of those people. Like, there's no You are not way. one of those people that stashed it somewhere in the pod. No. You know, you didn't set your props beforehand. Oh, th- <laughs> you literally, like, had it in your pants the whole time. Oh, authentic. I don't want to think Disgusting. about that. So he, he pulls them out to, um, I think it was to hit Drew or somebody, mm-hmm. right? And... Uh, Randy does a literal RKO out of nowhere. It was such a well-placed, like the camera was right at the right spot. Mm -hmm. He literally comes and runs right in front of the camera and does an RKO and eliminates him. Well, we thought he had gone out. Apparently he did not. Mm -hmm. Um, And the camera kind of messed up a little bit. They did. Because that's why I was like, oh no. We saw him kind of crawling like out on the outside. I'm like, why is he not gone? He was literally eliminated five minutes ago. And then you're like, oh no. And I'm like, oh. Oh man, he's going to do something. (laughs) Like it was like like, one of those. (laughs) Like it it connected in my brain. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, who's he going to hit? Like, (laughs) and he hits Randy. 
mm. and just stands there. Yeah. Right? And then Drew just kind of crawls over and he's like, well, fuck it. I'm healed now. So I'm not going to, yeah. oh. you know, feel bad Which, about this. And oh pins him and that's how he wins now we'll say that is different from how i envisioned it from ending so i do appreciate that Mm -hmm. um it was it was different but yeah and logan paul just stands there and is like yeah i helped yeah so you know and i'm just like okay what do you what do you want out of this yeah (laughs) which mm, i'll talk about that later because now mm. but now does that i mean i i I don't necessarily think that that means that it's Randy versus Logan at WrestleMania. I don't think he would give a shit. I hope he wouldn't. Randy would not give a flying (laughs) RKO fuck. Yeah, but why would he hit him? Like, I I I don't know. I was utterly confused on that one. I was just like, out of all of the people, why would you hit Randy Randy over Drew? Yeah. Like you, you haven't had any interactions with him whatsoever. My hope is that if they're at least going to try to go for something like that, that Logan Paul, like once, once, uh, Drew gets the title that he can be like, Oh, well I got it because of you. And then start something with that. Yeah. But he's got to lose that U S title to whoever, whoever's going to challenge him next for it. He can't, they're not going to let him hold two titles. I forgot that he had it. That's why I was like, yeah. oh, shit. Which is also why I thought it was weird he was even in this. Yes. When you have some, because Austin Theory did this last year. He oh, was, yeah. he was the US champ and he was also in Elimination Chamber. We're like, well, we know who one person isn't going to win this. Yeah. Right? Because right? they don't do double champs except for Roman. And Becky. Well, but it's like, it's that was an isolated yeah. thing. Like, yeah. They don't do it as often as it's, AEW yeah. does. No. But I, I did see in my notes that Orton did eliminate Logan Paul. Yes. So maybe that's just retribution for that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Let's I'm, hope it's this one spinoff kind of thing because <laughs> I no No, no I'm not spinoffs. Like, not no spinoffs. spin-offs. <laughs> you know what I mean? A one-time thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Randy doesn't seem like the person that's going to put up with that bullshit. Randy him as a person. doesn't show up on the on the best of days in the best of situations <laughs> it's nowadays like a dad of like what 20 six <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's six yeah no yeah He's, he don't got time for that well let's move on to our main event Ba-da-ba. which is for the women's world championship Heck yeah which is nia Jax versus rhea ripley mm. so what what did you think of this one i think that for I think that Rhea was a professional and I think that Rhea put up with a lot of (laughs) shit and I think that Rhea is one of the strongest motherfucking people Mm -hmm. I've ever met not met in my mind we've met (laughs) (laughs) I've ever seen in my life and I just strong mentally emotionally and physically for her to be able to do a riptide on Nia Jax because she sandbagged sandbagged yes, the, the whole entire match, match. but especially on that last move it was yes. very evident that it took a lot of effort to get her up and she did not help her at no all. not so at all you were much nicer about that than I was going to be mm-hmm. I was going to say Rhea Ripley humored her <laughs> a lot longer than she realistically there should was have. one moment though where you can see on her face she's like 
I am being paid a lot of money. Not even humor, I'm though, y'all. She a lot actually of let a story unfold in this match. She's she let Naya get so much offense on her mm-hmm. and basically told the, like, you know, babyface redemption almost mm-hmm. story. Because Naya is clearly the heel. She will never in be this a face. Situation. Never. Um, I think that Rhea Ripley has, and I, I'm going to say this, and I, I don't say it lightly, but I also think people might disagree with me on this, but I'm still going to say it. I think that she has one of, she has the best women's wrestling presence yes. since China. Oh, I think that she is. I'm here for that statement. She is the best women's wrestler since China. I'm here for that. Because if you, if you think about it, not only does she represent her or, you know, represent her in size, right? Like they're very, both strong women attire, right? Strong shoulders, like, you know, goes against the grain. Yeah. Has wrestled men in WWE was not officially, but officially the leader. Of yes. an all men's group? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I'm with you, girl. I'm here. So she she is the new China. Absolutely. Because I, I don't I know like of anyone else, men or women, no. who have that type of presence. Like she demands a presence yes. just like China did. And when China walked in, like you you looked at her you mm-hmm. didn't look at anybody else that she that was with her you didn't care about any of those stupid ass dudes that yes. that were following her around yes like you and i don't know if this maybe this was just me as a kid but like i was just drawn yes to her because i was like that is like nothing like i've ever seen before well right it's and, also, it, and that's what this generation's china is rhea ripley yes and i think it's also showing like jacked being gorgeous and not necessarily like, like, cause she is more jacked than most women. Yeah. The most jacked woman on that roster for sure. Yeah. But like, she doesn't look like a man. Like she doesn't look like she is taking steroids. Like no, she, she's so she is not. working her ass off yes. to get that toned. Right. So it's not confusing for guys to be attracted to her. <laughs> or for girls either, right? Yeah. Like it's all it, no one's she confused. Is, she is everybody's turn an equal on. opportunity <laughs> person for somebody for everybody, right? And everybody's got the husband for Rhea Ripley, right? So it's just it's true. I I am just I'm very happy because I've been a Rhea Ripley fan. You have been from the days of the May Young Classic. I mean, right? Which our she, picture in our podcast, she didn't look like Hipster. herself. <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> I can't help it, okay, guys. No, I've been you, a though. fan for a very, very long time, and I just you know a lot. Okay? You stand for her, girl. No, it's it's cool. You were a fan of Rhea Ripley before anyone else was. You were you were you know watching her before anyone else even knew who she was. Little blonde, yeah. little blondie. You know, I I don't like I, I, this window has done something to you, David. Has it? I feel like I've been less intrusive this episode than i normally am when you uh, when you do chime in it's like it's you strong you have this power that's coming through the window yeah the window is where i get my power from it's true to yeah. the wall oh god <laughs> <laughs> anyway i just i i stand by that statement like yes. i just i feel like i i did i forgot that naya was even in this yeah right because she didn't need to be it could be anybody it could have been literally anyone it's the same with in puerto rico with mm-hmm. 
uh, Zelina Vega. That was a great match, and Zelina yeah. did a great job. But at the end of the day, it's Rhea Ripley who makes the, that match. Yeah. Right? So it's just, I feel like it told a good story, and I gave it four mm-hmm. because it's a Rhea match. But with her lifting um, Naya, even though she sandbagged her, it still was impressive. Yeah. Right? Because she was still able to get her... She wasn't able to get her above her, which I don't think she was ever going to. But But she did get at least up to eye level. Which is insane. Which is still really impressive. But if you also really look at the Andre and Hulk Hogan slam, right? At least. There's... Everybody talks about Hogan slamming Andre. For a slam to work, it's just like any other fight move, right? Like, it's on both sides. Mm -hmm. Like person being slammed has to help mm-hmm. them get over that's why it looks so good yeah right so he was able to do it but andre did help him yeah right so i i feel like there was something that was mentioned when we were watching about how Rhea is like a hulk hogan mm-hmm. right and she is getting H- hogan status mm-hmm. but she's not quite there yet mm. i think she is very very close and she just needs like maybe another year or two yeah. of being super dominant and Absolutely. then she'll be there well it was it was donks who was saying that she is approaching uh hogan like status right and katie was arguing with him that she thought she was she thought Rhea was already there mm-hmm. and i was like no no she's not there yet she's not there yet and katie said so what does she need to do does she need to pick up and slam nia jacks like hogan did uh, in order to get that status. And then sure enough, Katie she just turned and looked around at That's right. I remember that. That now. was dope. Yeah. So I, I retract it. She's there. She yeah. has, she has reached Hogan status Yay! now, but yeah, I just, I, I gave it a four. It was still really good. It was a really good main event. Yeah. I'm really happy that they main evented with an Australian native. Mm-hmm. Not just for the sim- the symbolism of it, but also she is the biggest star. Yes. Just like when the women main event at WrestleMania, it wasn't for a diversity card. It wasn't for, you know, oh, we, we need to give the women something. Mm-hmm. Those three women were the hottest thing mm-hmm. of that time. So they earned main eventing WrestleMania, right? So it's the same with this. Like you, you earn your main events and... I think with Triple H in charge now, it does feel like that. Absolutely. Feel more like that anyway. And honestly, haven't we given the women enough? <laughs> <laughs> we, I know. We take and we take. And, uh, we I just asked We asked had some much. tomatoes to just throw at you right now. <laughs> but overall, for the whole show, I gave it a three and a half. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I feel like Elimination Chamber does kind of suffer from being kind of middle of the road syndrome sometimes. Yeah. Um, because it is right before WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. There's really not much to build. There's not right? much left, yeah. Because um, you had Royal Rumble. This is sometimes the aftermath of that, sometimes not. Uh, with this, there was only four matches. I mean, there was a Grayson Waller segment in the middle, but I went back and watched that. I, I have my own opinions on talk show segments during a pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> but... I just, I, I didn't feel like it was necessary. I didn't even remember it, so. Well, it basically, Cody Rhodes took that time to be like, Rock, 
I want you in singles action. Oh, yeah. You know, and there it was. everyone is, you know, speculating oh. like what that means and blah, blah, blah. So I feel like with only having four matches on the card, like these were the right ones. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have that like filler match that's like, oh, that could have been a raw match. That could have been a SmackDown match. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of nice. Um, are you ready to get into segments? Let's go. So, Gina Bradford. Yes. Who is your ignorant slut? Uh, they're tied. Nia Jax and Logan Paul. And here Ooh. is why. Okay. Here is why. There's something in theater that is one of my ultimate pet peeves, and it's called pulling focus. When you're on stage as an actor and somebody who is on stage with you tries to do the most to make it about them in that moment instead of about the story Mm. that bothers the shit out of me that bothers me very much so uh we didn't talk about it in the match but for logan paul logan paul decided that while he was waiting because it was gonna be so hard to wait for him to go he brought a freaking dry erase marker like a child yeah and drew all over and you can actually see if you go back and watch that there's like people like in that front who are not watching the match because they're watching him fuck around and it's like yeah. i don't i don't like that i saw he drew like devil horns and he, he drew, drew kevin, owens. kevin owens and he was like look at this fatty you know like things like that i was like yeah already gross gross the ick <laughs> but it's the same with naya when we're able to sit here and watch a match and we know that the effort is not being matched and on purpose i can tell it was on purpose well because there were moments where she wasn't even running no to her spot. that was the one po- uh, great segue i was yeah. literally gonna say one of the one things that bothered me was she hit the ropes and I, it was like she was taking a lovely brisk stroll and like the sun was <laughs> shining and like i was like girl hustle like come on <laughs> and like I just, I get frustrated at that. It's like, you're main eventing this freaking elimination chamber. Like, go ladies. Like, yeah, put forth some effort. Like, give a crap. So I think those two, because of the, like, trying to pull focus and make it about them by, you know, altering other people's performances. Yeah. That's my ignorance slut. Thankfully, um, the camera crew did not really show no, any God. of logan uh, any of that stuff with logan paul paul in the pod they posted pictures of it afterward yes and videos of it after yes but the main feed cut away from him i noticed times. i noticed it when he got out because remember there was that segment where um kevin owens was already out in the match mm-hmm. and then logan paul got picked and he was like trying to bust through to get out to him and Logan was like trying to keep Kevin yes. out. So then in that moment, you can see all the drawings and all the bullshit all over. And I was like, what the hell's that? So yeah. it's. Yeah, no, it's a good point. Nah. So congrats to Logan Paul and Nia Jax on your ignorant slut award. You are my ignorant sluts. And Shelby, who are your or who is your ignorant slut? Well, mine, this will be a first. Ooh. I'm awarding it to something that we actually really didn't discuss. On the show. Yes. Um, I am awarding it to the Grayson Waller effect segment. (laughs) Because I'm telling you, I went back and watched it. I just, I really don't like talk show segments. It's it's outdated. Well, and because The Miz had his, Mm -hmm. right? And his was funny, at least, because he had John Cena on it. Yeah, Kevin Owens had his. (laughs) I loved Kevin Owens, right? 
But when you, and I even like Grayson Waller's because I like Grayson Waller. You do like him. I, I just don't see the point in, unless you are just trying to fill time. Yeah. Why you need to have a talk show segment that stops the action to promote something that's not on your show. There was no other match you could fill. If you know you, what I would have liked to have seen? What? Instead of it being on Raw, I would have loved to have seen Xavier and the... Oh, Imperium, Imperium? and the street fight? Why Hell in the world yes. would that not have been on the card? That's a really good point. This could have... This should I have saw been that, switched. I saw that on Instagram yesterday. I was like, why was that not? I watched it. It was intense. I, it was so good. Dude, why yeah. was that not on the... Mm. No, that's a good point. Hunter. I... I they are really trying hard to hype up the rock being here. Right. And Cody quote unquote, finishing the story. Mm -hmm. Right. So they are trying to be like, Hey, remember this? Remember this match? I'm like, yes, we know this is happening at WrestleMania. You don't have to put As it we're in. Drowning in content about Thank it. You. Yes. We're fine. So we, we don't need this talk show segment where you literally flew out four people to do nothing but talk with a bunch of ferns around you, right? Like you, not the ficuses. You don't need it. <laughs> this could have been done on Raw. Yes, it could it have would, been done on Raw. That's and what should have happened. Could have had the street fight on the main card, and there we would have been happy with it. Would have been fine. It could have been an email. It, oh, oh, you are so right. This segment <laughs> is the definition of it, it could have, have been, been an email. email. Like I, my eyes just twitched. <laughs> I thought one went one way and the other went down. <laughs> oh, wow. Like hell. But yeah, it just, it, so Grayson Waller effect. That's fair. <laughs> you are the ignorant slut. Oh man. So congratulations. So Gina, yes. who is your EST? Um, I want to go ahead and say that Rhea Ripley is an obvious. I want to go ahead and just say, yes, like she deserves a lot of freaking credit for what she did. Yeah. I want to give it to somebody that I think a lot of people didn't expect until the moment happened. And I want to give it to Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. She was my, uh, dude, she was just so good. She deserved, I'm so proud. My NXT little baby. <laughs> she was doing so good. And she was kicking butt. And she was my honorable mention. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it really us being NXT yeah. girls like it it really makes us feel great when we see someone who is homegrown NXT. Like, yes. This girl was a gymnast. One of the like things two that or they three said, years ago. Yes, one of the things that they said on commentary was like, Yeah, she's only been doing this for three years. Yeah. Which is shocking, right? Take that, people who, you know, already been on the roster for forever and not doing gym. Fine. <laughs> But yeah, I, I 100% agree. Yeah, absolutely. Tiffany Stratton was breathtaking. And I also loved seeing her with Bianca, you know, and yeah. Becky, like that little NXT little, you know, throwbacks there. But, but she she is one of those people that she just fits. Anyway. It just, it makes sense for yes, her man. to be on this roster. Yep. So I, I think very well deserved. Very well deserved. You are my EST. <laughs> Um, my EST is Kevin Owens. Yeah! I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> I don't care that that man did not barely do anything in this match, right? He, he did some good stunners and he did some good other yeah. you know, moves, but like, my God, like the <laughs> acting that this man did in his pod, like there were some moments that he just like, people were trying to interact with him. He could care less. <laughs> I think there was one moment where like 
someone tried to like scare him in the pod and he was just like oh, you know like it <laughs> oh was, that's right he went oh and he got it. he's like oh god <laughs> vapors like he just <laughs> pretended to be scared like oh my gosh like Amazing. he was just living his best life in the pod and i think once he got out he was like oh man now i gotta actually do like, stuff oh, crap i was talking all this short but i think he's shit. at a point in his career where he's just like i'm just gonna have fucking fun with yes. it you know like why not i mean like you just look at his like tattoos alone and you're like this guy's fun <laughs> this guy's he has fucking sue from the national geographic like actual like museum or the history museum like the giant ass tyrannosaurus rex that's sue that's the literal sue there's dinosaur a, there's a name for that yeah the big one in the it, yeah the one oh, that's like okay. right there yeah her name's sue that's funny yeah her name is sue okay yeah we'll Oof. talk about uh, night of the museum later boo <laughs> <laughs> actually never seen it again. that's exactly why i was like you would have known that <laughs> they're exactly that's, that's, the, that's the movie where all of them come to life yeah. at night right okay yeah no i've, I've never seen it there, we'll, we'll watch that later it's okay well, sorry we'll, we'll uh it. listeners you could not see the complete dead <laughs> the deadness in my eyes when she looked at me and said there was a dinosaur named sue <laughs> had no idea what she was talking about oh that's a good one that's a, good a lesser one. known johnny cash song i was waiting for it <gasps> a i was dinosaur waiting for it. named sue oh man oh i love it anyway oh. um but yeah so that that was a short one mm-hmm. um but overall i mean we had fun it was fun i'm i'm excited it's fun um, having everyone over just you know to talk about what's coming up yes uh we are actually going to be going to see revolution yeah! in greensboro it i'm i'm very excited um, so it'll be an interesting um, review for, I'm guessing Robert and Chris will do that one. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe we can, maybe we can, uh, maybe we can like maybe we can persuade, be like, hey, we, we saw it. Yeah. Right? Like maybe we can get all four of us on yeah. it. That'd be fun. Um, I mean, it's probably going to be a huge ass card. Yeah. Knowing AEW compared to this one. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I think this was, I think I said this off air. This is the first uh, wrestling show that I've been like genuinely excited to go see because we've I've been to Clash of Clash of Champions mm-hmm. I've been to a Raw taping yeah um when they've come through Charlotte and it's fun yeah like it's really fun um but this but going to see Battle of the Belts yeah um when they were here in Charlotte was a it's a totally different vibe that one was fun to go to an AEW show versus a WWE show yeah um so i'm very excited to actually be going to like a full card i don't know if we'll get to hear top flight's earth shattering bass but dante martin (laughs) his theme song i don't know what they did but they turned the bass up or something and it rattled our brains like we we physically moved in the stands yeah physically (laughs) moved so I know we have AEW coming up and I can't I don't think there's another WWE until until WrestleMania. Yeah. Cuz that was God, the whole I thing. God I hope not because yeah, we have a hell of a schedule planned yes. for that whole week of WrestleMania cuz there is a uh Stand and Deliver which is the NXT takeover. Mm-hmm. That is the same day as the first night of WrestleMania because of course it is. So uh, Stand and Deliver is in the morning and the first night of WrestleMania is at night because they want to murder us. Because <laughs> they hate us. <laughs> what happened to it being the day before? I miss those days. I do too. I guess 
since they Who added wants to wrestle in the morning. They added a, a second night to WrestleMania, and it's now become the new normal. Isn't there also an AEW pay-per-view that weekend? Wouldn't surprise me. Yes. Oh, That's what's happened the last two years. I'm going to have to get Kara to tap out, like, yeah. take over recording at least one of these. That's so fair. Oh, absolutely. I think you definitely should, because I will have to double-check on that AEW show, because since they have Revolution in March and WrestleMania is in April... I, I don't know if AEW has that quick of a turnaround like WWE does. So I'll have to double check. But still, it's still going to be a lot yeah. of wrestling. I think last year that was the case. Where it was either that or the uh, weekend of Memorial Day. Memorial Day, Or something. Day, yeah. We had like four shows to record yes, or something. It, it was, was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so we are we are warming up for that Woo! long haul of a, of a week. Oh, I can actually have. do that. Woo! Oh, <laughs> you're not going to get censored. <laughs> but uh, David, what else do we have coming up on Long Walk Podcast? Uh, well, <clears throat> I, I keep threatening, but we haven't done a Long Walk Talks in like three, four months. I don't remember. All of y'all mm-hmm. have been very busy. We have been. And um, constructing this booth has not helped uh, any. But sure. we're, we're about, I'd say, halfway done. Um Insert journey song. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> by this, by the end of this coming weekend, it should be about three quarters of the way done. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'll be ready to get back to talking about whatever random bullshit we want to do this year on Long Walk Talks. Yeah, well, I always, I enjoy Care it. Hell. I enjoy having, you know, Long Walk Talks kind of intermittent with all of the wrestling content that we've yeah. accumulated on your channel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, at this point, this is, uh, this is a wrestling network. With that with occasional so multimedia thrown in, um, but that that's what I enjoy. I enjoy is like, oh, we're talking about wrestling. Oh, now we're gonna talk about movies over here. Like it's yes. a, it's fun to kind of have that that break in between. I like your series where it's like you're like one director and going yeah. through. Oh yeah, you should do yeah. Wes Anderson. Well, after um, Wes Anderson. No. <laughs> I was like, who are he, you talking to? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was a guttural no. Absolutely. Oh, it's fun poking the bear. Rawr. <laughs> a few weeks ago, I posted uh, what I considered like the top 10 movies of the 10s. And uh, then my least favorite movie of the 10s, which was Grand Budapest Hotel. No. And oh. I got no. so much fucking heat for that. I'm sure oh, you did. I can't fight you on that. Get it was your such hands a, off my lovey boy. It was such a terrible movie. I and I'm you. normally, <laughs> I am not, I, uh, you know, don't. Um, don't yuck somebody else's yum like all right people like things it's fine we have differing opinions different stroke no this one not so much no i can't do it with grand budapest it was a fucking garbage movie it was a goddamn movie within a movie within a movie within a movie there were four fucking (laughs) layers start shit There were four layers. You did this. We need to have a conversation. We'll have a conversation. Okay. We'll have a fight. Okay. The next conversation that we have won't be a conversation. (laughs) David, who who hurt you, man? Wes Anderson. Okay. Wes Anderson. His pretty colors hurt him. (laughs) His weirdly centered shots and okay i don't i don't think we want a one director <laughs> uh series of, no. of wes no. anderson from this man like veering, no. veering away from wes anderson like we what me and stan and chris decided was we burned ourselves out doing that three years in a row yeah oh sure um yeah. like having 
rigid themed discussions. Um, so we've decided uh, this is going to be when we do finally get back to it. This is going to be a free for all year. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yahtzee. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so well, yeah, we'll on. get back there eventually. Okay. Yay. Awesome. Um, Shelby. If people want to reach out to you online or follow you online, where can they do that at? <laughs> well, you could do that on Instagram. That is the only platform that I frequent now. Um, you can follow me at Slay All Ray. Um, you, I would love actually to hear from any listeners that we yes. have. Um, I know that uh, sometimes... I know we look and see that we have listeners from all over the globe, which like really boggles my mind that someone over in like a totally different country speaks a totally different language, wants to hear my Southern ass talk about <laughs> wrestling for an hour and a half at a time. But obviously you do. So if you, if you do like what we're doing or if you don't, and you just want to tell us like, I would actually really love to have some type of discourse. We would with love people. some interaction. We haven't had any yet. So no, yeah, I'm... shoot me, a, shoot me a, a message on Instagram and we can like discuss if you want to do certain, if you want to talk about other stuff or like, I think it'd be fun to get some type of interaction. I meant to interject earlier when you were talking about coup de gras because uh, last time I looked, France was one of the few places where like we had zero listeners. Aww. Oh, that okay. French, well, French, damn it. <laughs> what French, about Canada? And we, got, hey, we, got, <laughs> we got we got some uh, possibly French Canadian. Anybody got some Quebecois? We any, could have some help with anyone that. Anyone from Quebec or anybody who is French Canadian? Please let me know. I'm dying to know if I'm saying <laughs> this right and if I am only just going you, into hysterics for no reason no you are correct it is i'm not a french or french canadian but it is coup de gras <laughs> okay, okay okay i would not coup de grace not coup de gras <laughs> Ooh, the one i hate chills. the most is coup de grass yeah that like was, that... how is it any okay anyway yeah I, that's gonna yeah. <laughs> get me on another We're gonna need shots. but that's what you that's where you can follow me yeah and yes please please reach out and and let us know where you're from and just what you think about the show It'll yeah be fun Gina, what about you? I'm also on Instagram. Um, I'm going to double check after this podcast to make sure um, I'm not private anymore. I was having a lot of spam issues, so yeah. I put it on private for a little bit. Um, but you can follow me at Broadway underscore baby 1218. And I would love, I would love to hear what you guys, you know, want to talk about and what you want to hear us talk about. Like, we just want to hear from you. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, if you want to follow me online, same. The best place to reach me is Instagram at DB Hensley. If you want to keep up with Long Walk Productions, you can visit us online at longwalk.us. To see more of our original work or hear past episodes that are no longer streaming, you can follow the YouTube links in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening. And if you enjoy this show or any of the shows on the Long Walk Podcast Network, please make sure to leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Thank you, David. And thank you all for listening tonight. I am Shelby Ray Patterson. And I'm Gina Bradford. And you don't have to be called up to the main roster. You're doing fine where you're at. <laughs>